Hi everyone, I'm Alexandra White. I'm from KidScreen. Um, it's time for another change maker, and as usual, I'd like to thank BAFTA for their sponsorship of the whole strand this year and their help in finding some of the participants. 18-year-old um, Brendan Ralph was the youngest CEO in the UK for a year and a half while he ran his startup, which he started when he was 13 years old. Now, as the spearhead youth specialist into some of the largest companies and governments in the world, please can I introduce Brendan Ralph. Hello. Firstly, we're going to do apologies because I was out really late last night, so I am really, really tired and really, really hungover. So, and I'm imagining lots of you are feeling the same as me too. Um, so thank you all for coming. Uh, I feel like you gave me a really good intro anyway. Uh, but I want you all to have a think, uh, and I'm going to let the people come in the room listen as well, is how many of you remember the events of 9-11 by show of hands? So I don't. So I was born at the time, but I don't remember them. I was one years old. And that's the generational barrier, which is Generation Z. And that's my sort of predominant work. And so Generation Z were born after 1995 into 2010. And then shortly sort of after Generation Z, we've had Generation Alpha, which is born sort of after 2010 uh, to today. Uh, between the two of them, they're going to make up a third of the world's population this year, according to the UN. So we're talking like one in three people that live on this planet right now. Uh, are in those age range. So they're an incredibly important um, group and they're incredibly important for the sort of future of, in my opinion, the world that we're going to be uh, inhabiting. So uh, the question that you're probably all asking is uh, why the hell should you listen to me? And uh, I ran uh, the, the predominant thing that I've done in production uh, alongside what I do today, which I'm going to touch on in a little bit, is I ran a series called How to Minecraft. Um, so here's the cool logo for our fourth season, uh, which we did back in the summer of 2017. And between it, on YouTube, we had 20 content creators involved. We've had around 20 on average over the course of the five seasons that have been ran. Uh, I was involved in four, but I... Uh, uh, left the Minecraft space before they did the fifth. And uh, here is some examples of sort of uh, some of the creators that we have. So we have Vicstar, who some of you might have heard of. He's one of the largest creators. He's part of a group called the Sidemen. Um, and this was the sort of the numbers we pulled. Um, so episode one, for example, on this, this season of the series has 1.2 million views. And um, we also did some of the first ever uh, Minecraft VR stuff. So we had a day where uh, they played Minecraft in VR and streamed it live on YouTube. Now, the cool statistic that I get to roll, uh, which, uh, which we worked incredibly hard for and the content creators worked incredibly hard for, is that uh, we had uh, live viewers. We had a one million peak. And on average, we had over 500,000 people tuning in live uh, across the channels. And uh, we actually had, um, on average, probably about 5 million, but up to 7 million people watched back every single episode. And the way these episodes worked is every single night at 9 p.m., seven days a week, 
uh, and it completely wrecked my sleeping schedule. And we, we used to go live with these 20 content creators. It was almost like a reality show in some ways. So they all play sort of characters within it. And uh, we build stuff. And my job and my team's job, well, my job as executive producer was to guide the general series. And then between uh, under my team, we had uh, teams of writers and creators that created content uh, for the YouTubers to play while they were watching it. And uh, we did 100 episodes. We did 120 episodes straight on the last one. Um, so these are, uh, it basically killed my social life. Didn't really get to leave uh, my house very often. My day consisted of basically waking up and then uh, going, uh, waking up in the afternoon, doing this, and then up all night planning the following day's episodes. And uh, we did it all with a team of six. And so my company, we had 40 in total, but there were six of us that worked on this project. And we're really happy to say it was the most watched, and it's still, uh, it's, it's recently been built, beaten uh, with a new rise in Minecraft called Minecraft Monday. But uh, it was, at the time, it was the most watched live Minecraft series that there ever was. Um, and now, now my job, uh, which uh, you so, generously sort of mentioned at the start, is uh, I work mainly with Fortune 100 companies and governments on how they can target uh, young people. So I mainly work across marketing and HR. So how can you target young people in your marketing campaigns? And also, how can you um, get them to come and work for you? And I'm a big believer in having young people at every sort of step of the conversation. And I get to do that in my work and work with some of the biggest organizations in the world and some of the biggest governments. I mean, the cool thing that I get to say is I have government security clearance in a couple of countries. Uh, although that does mean I can't go to a couple of countries as well because they think I'm a spy. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, I think from this conference, I've seen that there's been quite a few misunderstandings about young people. Um, I've, been I've actually been left with quite a bit of optimism over the last couple of days of what's going on. Uh, but I really think that there's this big, big hole being left in the idea that young people are consulted on stuff, but young people aren't actually brought into the elements of production that, uh, that I would be looking for and that I sort of recommend to really build the repertoire and, and the new sort of content of the future. I think that the future is sort of multi-channel shows. And I don't mean across, um, you know, different television channels. I mean, um, with what we're seeing at the moment with Love Island, for example, Love Island lives more than just on the television screen. And it lives more than just in its hour slot every evening. And I think as we go on, these are the engaging shows that our generation are engaging with. And when we look on YouTube, and as more and more eyes move over to YouTube, we're sort of seeing that. Now, I've started something new called Studio B, and uh, everything that I've just told you is what we're aiming to do. And uh, something that we uh, aim to do is doing production differently. And the key message that we've got and I've seen in this conference, and I'm really upset to see that it's the exact same in this room as every other room I've been in, is that uh, I think in children's media, diversity is missing quite a lot. Now, I'm eager for you to all take the next step after the talk today. So I'm going to be around to have a chat and uh, answer any questions you guys might have about the young people of today. And uh, 
I also do a podcast with the lovely Lizzie Hodgson where we talk about all these sort of issues. We've got a new season coming out there and we launched and we did a live taping of one yesterday here at CMC in the afternoon. Um, the key message that I want to get across is that you need to be talking to us. And uh, that's me done. <laughs>